Recording has started. Go ahead. Chair LaHood, would you like to introduce the meeting or do you want me to? Uh, please go ahead. This is a Sunshine Ordinance Task Force Compliance and Amendments Committee meeting of the City and County of San Francisco. This is a regular meeting in hearing room 408, City Hall, San Francisco, California, 94102. The time is 407. This, this meeting provides remote access and or in-person participation. The Sunshine Ordinance Task Force and its committees convene hybrid meetings that allow in-person attendance, in-person public comment, remote access for petitioners and respondents, and remote public comment via teleconference, meaning WebEx. The WebEx remote link login information, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L period C-O-M forward slash M-U-M-E-J-T-S-R. The password is Sunshine. The telephone call-in number is 415-655-0001. The meeting ID, 2598-246-9021, pound, pound. Press star three to enter the speaker line. Uh, Member LaHood, would you like to read the meeting decorum? Uh, yes. Members of the public may, per uh, excuse me, <laughs> any member of the Sunshine Ordinance Task Force may call for decorum due to the disorderly conduct, disorderly conduct of meeting participants. Persons who engage in threatening and or menacing behavior will be asked to leave. Okay, shall we uh, start with item number one? Yes, please. Item number one, call to order roll call and agenda changes. Roll call, member Wolf, not present. Member Wong, not present. Chair LaHood. Present. Chair LaHood present, and we have Matthew Yankee here as a guest participant. Also remember. So I'm present, and you can note for the record that I appointed myself to fill uh, for. Fill uh, Bruce Wolf. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am not aware of any agenda changes or, or suggestions or anything. Are you Nor am I. We've got a short, tight agenda, and right. I think we should move on to the next item. All right. Item number two, approval of the June 27, 2023 Compliance and Amendments Committee meeting minutes. I yes. Have... So, and Cheryl, um, we spoke briefly. I do have some changes. Unfortunately, I didn't have time to type them up, but I can type them up for you, but I'd like to read into the record what needs to be changed. Um, so in the minutes, uh, in the section where we're talking about approving minutes, and we've, we've created a bit of a cascade that I would like for us to fix at the next meeting. So the first motion was, says motion to approve suggested amendments to be made to the April 21, 2023 minutes and continue approval of the amended minutes to the next CAC meeting. Um, um, I believe it's, uh, I think we need to check on the date there unless I've got that incorrect. I think it's supposed to be April 25th. Um, and we're continuing Hang on, now let me look at the language here. Yeah, so we're continuing approval. Uh, that's what we need to add. We were continuing approval to the next compliance and amendments committee meeting. Um, and so I will type that up and send it to you, but that's, it's a fairly simple thing. And then what we need to do, because um, we need to attach those minutes 
to the agenda for the October meeting so we can make final approval on those. Okay. And then the second. So these, so these will all be heard um, in October. All of we these need to attach will them. We, take them. Right. Okay. We discussed all the changes, but I think the problem was we didn't then subsequently attach them to the next agenda to approve them. Oh, okay. So we need to attach the April minutes. And then the second motion, um, there was a motion to add approval of the February 21, 2023 minutes, but I listened to the audio. There was no vote on it because Victor interjected and he said, you don't need to vote on this, just direct Ms. Leger to add the February minutes with amendments to the next CAC meeting. So we didn't actually vote. So there should be no vote on that second motion. It should just be Chair LaHood asked for approval of the February 21, 2023 minutes with the amendments suggested at the April 25th, 2023 Compliance and Amendments Committee meeting to be added to the agenda of the next CAC meeting. So I will, I've just read that into the record, but I will send you the text of that as well. And then we just need to make sure that for the next meeting, we have February, April, and August minutes attached. February, April, and August, you said? Well, because today's minutes, yeah. Um, one other tiny thing, uh, or a couple of other tiny things. Um, on page seven, there's an extra width at the end of the first line. And now I have to check if it, if I mean seven at the bottom of the page or seven, because uh, the numbers are off by one. There's an extra width in public comment. Uh, yes, it's the one uh, on the top of the page that is numbered um, eight at the bottom and page seven to the right. Um, you just don't need the width at the end of the first line. And I will type these up as well. Um, there's one paragraph that um, is a little bit, uh, the wording sounds funny to me. Um, it's, there's a paragraph that says, Chair LaHood and Member Wong noted that telegram and holidays continue to change. And if recognized by a member of the body could use more detail potentially. I think, I don't know if we meant technology continues to change. That's what yeah. we meant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and what page is that on? That is also on page seven. Um, some of David Pilpel's comments are, I mean, I know this is about condensing things. Um, I think unless he jumps in, I'll leave them as is, um, but maybe we can, uh, um, just proceed, and I don't know if uh, um, Chair Yankee, if you had anything else. I don't think you were at that was this not, meeting. No, I am going to defer to you. Okay. Um, I think these are fine. I think they're just condensing a lot of ideas, but it's sort of. Um, I think people who are interested would know to go back to the to the audio for more detail. Um, that's it from me. Um, I guess I'm going to make a motion to approve the minutes with these changes, and I will type up the detailed changes 
um, because I know I just went over a lot and uh, Ms. Leger, I don't want to slow things down here, um, but I'd like to make a motion to approve the minutes with those changes. Um, could I have a second? And I will second that. Okay, let's open it up for public comment on approving the June CAC meeting minutes with the suggested changes. Mr. Young, do we have anyone who wants to make public comment? Uh, yes, uh, if anyone would like to make public comment at this time, you can raise your hand by pressing star three or otherwise raising your hand through the application. I'm seeing no indications of raised hands for public comment at this time. Okay, um, let's call the vote. Chair LaHood, aye. Chair LaHood, aye. Member Yankee? Aye. Member Yankee, aye. Member Wolf, absent. Member Wong, absent. Uh, two in favor. Okay, thank you. Please call the next item. Item number three, public comment. Members of the public may address the committee on matters that are within the committee's jurisdiction, but not on today's agenda. If there's anybody who would like to make general public comment at this time, you can press star three to raise your hand if you're on the telephone or otherwise use the application. If you are in the room and would like to make public comment, please approach the podium at this time. We have no one in the room. I see no signs of uh, raised hands for public comment at this time. Okay, uh, since we have no one here to make public comment, public comment is closed. Please call the next item. Item number four, file number 22010, complaint filed by Ron Cicero against the police department for allegedly violating administrative code section 6721 by failing to respond to a public records request in a timely and a complete manner. On May 3, 2023, the task force moved by Chair Yankee, seconded by Member Schmidt, to find that the police department violated administrative code Sunshine Ordinance section 6721B as in boy by failing to provide records in a timely manner send a letter to the police chief to order persons most knowledgeable of property control and archived records at not 1995 Evans Avenue and building 606 at Hunters Point Shipyards to search for and turn over the requested records as soon as possible and to refer the file to the Compliance and Amendments Committee for follow-up. Okay, um, I do we have Mr. Cicero here and I'd like to know who we have here representing the police department today. Yes, I'm here. This is Ron. Okay, uh, Mr. Cicero, uh, thank you for being here. And who do we have from the police department? If you can press star three to raise your hand to indicate you are a representative for the police department, it would be appreciated. Uh, just again, if you are a representative for the police department on this item, if you can raise your hand by pressing star three on the telephone, and I will unmute your line. Ms. Leger, I know you had some communication. Oh, do we have someone there? No, I do not. Okay. Ms. Leger, you had some communications. Who are we expecting today? Well, we were expecting a Catherine something or other. I emailed her and saw Lieutenant Lobsinger also emailed her uh, with the date and the time of this particular hearing. She is aware of it. She did get a copy of the agenda. That I did. And she knew that the meeting started at well, 4 p.m. She, she should have because the agenda is right there. 
Okay. So I'm disappointed because we actually, we thought that they had in, that the police department had um, intentionally skipped the last meeting, but it turned out there was some miscommunication, which is why we rescheduled this again, because we want to um, uh, proceed with compliance on this. And I know there was some back and forth about who would be able to attend, but we were under the impression that they were going to be sending a representative today. Um, it's unfortunate that they have not, um, unless Ms. well, <laughs> Uh, Ms. Leger, the last that you saw in terms of communication was that someone was going to be attending this meeting. Yes, Lieutenant Lobsinger deliberately sent her the information. I saw it, mm -hmm. the information for today's hearing, and then I forwarded her the agenda packet. So I don't understand why she's not here. Okay. Well, since um, we are, let's see, I yes. just had another person log in. Okay. Uh, if you are a party of this matter for item number four uh, with the police department, uh, if you wouldn't mind raising your hand to indicate it so I can unmute your line, we're on item four. I still have no indications. Actually, Mr. Young, why don't we just uh, for an abundance of uh, just could you unmute everyone and let's ask, is there anyone from the police department? who is uh, at this meeting. Okay. Yes, I will be unmuting everyone's line one at a time. If you just let me know which item you're here for, it would be appreciated. Hi, caller, uh, I was wondering which item you're here for. This is Lieutenant Toomey with the police department here for the next item. I'd like to let the chair know that I too am frantically attempting to contact Sergeant Winters to see where she is so that she could represent the police department in this matter. Uh, I've had no contact with her as of yet, but uh, I'm attempting to reach her as we speak. Um, okay. So I am here for the next matter. I unfortunately cannot speak to the matter that is on calendar for this file because I don't have the uh, information for it, or I would try to represent the department for us, but uh, I am reaching out to Sergeant Winters I too received the email information that uh, Ms. Leger spoke about uh, and anticipated that she was going to be here as well. Okay, um, Mr. Cicero. Yes. Let me ask you a question. How would you feel about, um, <laughs> since an attempt is being made to um, get the appropriate representative to this meeting, um, would you mind if we were to take the other item first? I can guarantee that we are moving quickly today because we must finish this meeting by 545 at the latest. Yeah, that's that's fine. I'm okay. I mean, I, I, I do have one question though. And, yes. and I guess I'm a little confused because um, after one of the you know, the, the main hearing, a letter was sent to the chief of police. And now we're in a situation where, look, I don't expect the chief to show up for this. It'd be right. great if he did. That may, that's a big ask, I get it. What we are gonna get though, is we're gonna get somebody from the police department that has very limited knowledge about this. And that's a pretty big chasm between the chief of police and somebody who knows very, you know, it's a pretty big divide. So I'm just wondering 
why isn't somebody being sent that is maybe a little closer to the chief that has a little bit more juice, if you will? Um, this is uh, Victor Young. I would suggest that we save that discussion for when we are get into the matter. Okay. I would agree, uh, but Mr. Cicero, we will uh, definitely give you an opportunity to make those comments. Uh, but for now, um, okay. since you're willing to uh, wait until after the next item, okay. I'd like to table this item sure. and call um, item number five on the agenda. For anyone else who is listening, we are we will be coming back to item number four, uh, but for the time being, we are going to move on to item number five. Okay. Uh, one moment, please. I'm just going to go through the other callers just to be sure. Thank you. Hello, caller. I've just unmuted you. May I know which item you're here for? I'm here for item six. Uh, what was that again, please? Item six. Item six. Thank you. Hello, caller. I've just unmuted you. May I know which item you're here for today? No item in particular, just to watch okay. the entire meeting. No problem. Thank you very much. Hello, caller. I've just unmuted you. May I uh, know if, which item you're here for today? Uh, caller, I've just unmuted. I was wondering if you can tell me which item you're here for today. We're not getting your response for this caller. Thank you very much. Um, I defer back to the chair at this time. Okay. Uh, the only thing I would like to ask, since we're getting some callers who are not responding, if anyone is having technical difficulties, is there a phone number that they can call to let us know? Uh, Ms. Leger or Mr. Young, is there a way that they could call us? Uh, I just have my personal cell here. Uh, Mr. Young, is there a number that if, if there's anyone who's listening, who's having trouble communicating, is there a number they could call? Uh, they can call my desk line, uh, which is 415-554-7723. Okay. Thank you uh, for that. Um, if you could repeat it one more time, please, if anyone's having trouble getting through. It is 415-554-7723. Thank you. Um, for the time being, uh, Ms. Ojai, please call um, item number five, and we will... Take item number four after we finish with this one. All right. Okay, give me one moment. We had someone just call in. Give me okay. a moment. Hi, caller. Uh, I've just unmuted you. May I know which item you're here for? Uh, yes, this is Sergeant Catherine Winter, San Francisco Police Department. I'm here for the Cicero matter. I don't have the, let me find the. Okay, we are about to, I defer back to the chair if you want to take it at this time. Okay, then I would, and I apologize for switching things around, but I would like then to take things in order um, since we do have a representative here from the police department. What we're going to do now, I'm going to uh, let Mr. Cicero speak for a few minutes and give us an update on any additional communication he has um, received from the police department since our uh, last CAC meeting, or we can even go back to the um, uh, when we made the order of determination uh, with the full task force. If you uh, have any updates for us, we'd like to hear about them now. And then I'd like to give, uh, was it Sergeant Winters? Um, uh, a chance to respond uh, on behalf of the police department. Um, we're not gonna time this, but I'm, I would ask everyone to please speak succinctly today. Um, Mr. Cicero, please go ahead and proceed. Sure, thank you so much. 
Uh, there has been zero communication. Okay. Uh, I'm going to move on to the police department. Sergeant uh, Winter, could you please tell us um, why the police department has not yet complied with our order of determination uh, in this case? Um, yeah, first of all, and this is not an excuse for the department's lack of response. I just took over the media relations unit last week. Um, so I am getting up to speed on this issue as quickly as possible. Um, the most recent I'm aware of is that we are waiting on response from our uh, property division um, and have not gotten a response. And I'm working on trying to get a response from them to determine where they are at in the process of locating the the items that were requested. Do you know when the uh, uh, communication was made either by you or someone else with the property division and how long it has been since they have not responded? Um, I believe the last uh, attempt at contacting them um, was made on the 17th, so five days ago. Okay. Uh, Chair Yankee, do you have any questions or yes, to make about Yes, this? when was the uh, attempted contact prior to that one? Um, unfortunately, I don't know that I have the whole history of the contact with the property control division. Um, as I just got to this unit last week, I'm not privileged to have all of the um, prior email chains, but I'm looking through. I know there was contact made. Um, hold on. Yeah, so I don't have all of the prior emails that were or attempts to contact the property control division prior. Do you know what happened to the individual? I, I don't recall who attended our meeting back in, I think it was May. I Just thought it wasn't it Sergeant Lobsinger? Yes, he's been transferred to a different uh, division within the department. Okay. And his work wasn't transferred. I, I guess my concern is that we heard this in May. It's been now two and a half months. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure why we'd be starting all over again um, at the beginning. Sounds like what, five days ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, that's, that's a lot of time. Is of, excuse me. Um, you know, this it, it's important that you know not just that the records get turned over, but they get turned over in a way that's timely for um, for the requester. Right. You know, we we can't continue to go months and months and have this process reset from the beginning every time. Um, and that's why we contacted um, as part of our motion the uh, the chief of police because this really needs to be coordinated at a high level. If it's going to be, you know, people are going to keep dropping it along the way. That that's my concern. right. It seems like there's not a, a sense of urgency internally. Right. And I understand there's a lot going on, but um, you know, th this rose to the level of a complaint being filed and an order of determination being made, and um, we need to have compliance. So. Yes, and I and I do understand that we need to make effort every effort to comply. Um, you know, the department still doesn't even know whether or not this evidence does exist. Um, I know prior there were some, uh, there was a, there was some indication that maybe this evidence was being stored at traffic company. 
um, by the requester, though we have been unable to verify that. Um, and, you know, if we had some, some more assistance from the source that gave that information to the requester, it might make it easier for us to attempt to locate that. Um, but we don't even know that this evidence exists and we're still trying to determine if it exists and if so, where it is stored. Um, unfortunately, we don't have any specific information as to that and that's what we're trying to figure out. Uh, may I interject? Uh, sure. Hi, this is Ron again. Um, uh, with, with all due respect, we, we sort of saw this coming, right? Um, this is seemingly yet another delay tactic. If it's not a delay tactic, it's at this point, this has been going on for almost three years. So call it what you will, but this is ludicrous, right? Because we saw this coming. A letter goes to the chief and then somebody who's quote new with all due respect is is brought on to now try to make up ground, try to explain away why this material can't be found or may not exist or what have you. The fact of the matter is I received a letter from Lieutenant Lobsinger that said this, we cannot release this, these evidence files, because it's being used in another case. And when questioned at one of the council meetings, what was this other case and what is this outside agency that has asked for this evidence? The response was, I don't know what you're talking about. When indeed he was the one that wrote the letter saying. The other response was, well, this material, it can't be found because we're starting in uh, chronological order and working our way back, which of course, then you got the question, well, if you know it's in chronological order, why don't you just go back? And that was met with sort of, with all due respect, hamada uh, hamada, as my grandfather used to say. So at this point, if a letter is sent to the chief and we're getting somebody that's brand new to this case after three years, where are we? And, and what, are, what kind of mockery are they making of this entire system? So, Mr. Mr. Cicero, thank you. Um, uh, uh, Sergeant Winter, I, I, were, were you interjecting or? No. I, no, I was, on, I was on mute the whole time. Okay. I was not interjecting. Um, Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Uh, so thank you both for uh, um, giving us those updates. Um, Chair Yankee, uh, I am thinking at this point, our order is not being complied with. Yes. Um, and uh, even without pointing fingers at individuals in the department, because I do understand roles sometimes change, but we need to see some motion on this. Right. Uh, where do you think we should refer this? Um, my thought, you know, for the, the requester is that I, I don't think it's going to be productive to continue this to another 1 of our meetings. Uh, no, I'm thinking. Right. No, I agree. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Um, so I think this changes things a little bit because we've now sent a letter and put the department head on notice. Mm -hmm. And that means the department head could potentially be found to be in, in violation of, uh, of a willful violation, yeah. right? You know, that, that doesn't apply to departments. It applies to department heads. Right. Right. Um, 
I think it needs to to move on to another venue. Um, some some either the ethics commission, the DA's office. I suspect potentially it might get more traction with the with the ethics commission. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm thinking that we refer this back to the full task force with the recommendation for a referral to the ethics commission and whether or not um, we want to just do it as a regular referral or a willful violation referral. Maybe um, we can discuss that more the full task, the full task force. force, how we want to package that up. But yeah. Since you're here, do you think we could do that at the September meeting? I could put that on the agenda. Okay. Yes. Um, um, Cheryl, actually, let me ask Cheryl, did you send out notices for the September meeting yet? I wanted to do that tomorrow. Okay. Hold off on that yeah. until you talk to me tomorrow. Well, uh, I can't, we can always send an addendum to that. Well, I know, but I don't want to, I put other files on there. I don't want to have a ridiculously long agenda where we're at midnight on this. So we already have, I already had given you six complaint files. If I make this, it's going to be seven. That's going to be really, really long. So I want to remove one. So I don't want a notice to go out to send my mail and to remove it. You're going to send me another agenda or language or. Yes. So I will say, I, I will tell you to swap out. One of the files I'd given you yesterday with this file instead. So, I mean, and I would say with this, the full task force has already heard this and it wasn't that long ago. I don't think it will take us that long to come to a decision so. yeah. at the full task force yeah. hearing. Um, I would also like to say, so, um, I will make a motion to that. We refer this back to the full task force with a recommendation to refer the matter to ethics, um, and possibly consider. Uh, whether there was willful violation, yeah. but at this point, um, I, I would, yeah, I, that's, that's my motion. I will second that motion. Okay. Possibly consider, I'm sorry, I'm typing willful violation. That's it. That's not, that's. Yeah. And, and you can, you can make a note. This is not part of the motion, but you can make a note in the, in the record that I will, um. Schedule this for our September. I don't know the date offhand. I think it's <laughs> my computer's not working. So, um, September, it's either 6th or 7th. Six. Okay. This will be on the September 6th. Yeah. So let's open this up for public comment. So this is public comment from uh, parties not involved in the case. Mr. Young, do we have anyone um, on the line wishing to make public comment? And is there anyone here in the room who would like to make public comment on this matter? Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. Member, Member Wolf. Yes, I've been here. When for did you join us? Uh, I'd say probably about five, seven minutes ago. I was having some difficulty logging in. I see. Oh, so, so we will say four thirty. Okay. We're, have you heard everything since four thirty? I I've heard everything since uh, four thirty, and um, I just want to say that I think you might want to attach the. Um, a recommendation for a violation of not sending somebody knowledgeable. Um, we could, we, we could consider that. Yeah, sure. We, I, you know, I, I feel like we can get into those details, uh, at the full task force. Yeah, I think for, for expedience purposes, I'm not sure that that's, um. Helpful now, yeah, I think I run just concentrating on getting. Mr. Cicero is lucky. Um, I understand, but we, if there's a violation because of this exact issue that they're, you know, they're, they're stalling it because they're not, they're restarting the, 
okay. process, because, you know, because they're sending somebody brand new, you know, that's not appropriate. And the, the ordinance uh, uh, speaks against that. I think if we notice that here, recommendation is that the task force, you know, consider that is appropriate. Uh, one moment, uh, we have a question in the room. Uh, yes, um, the letter that we drafted and yes. sent out, I sent it by mail and I sent it by email. Mm -hmm. um, is that something we want to visit again, send the letter again? I'm wrong, I may be wrong, but he keeps saying, we haven't heard from the police chief and we actually haven't heard from anybody in his department. Just the thought, I could be wrong. Well, we, have, we have a representative here. Um, I would, you know, I would expect that whoever comes in September <laughs> be very fully prepared to answer questions. Answer questions. Yeah. Um, so this, I would say this is, you know, putting um, them on notice, so to speak. Yeah. When we hear this in the full task force, that the expectation is that um, we'd be able to get, you know, resolve this. Because if not, I think, you know, I, I would certainly, from what I've heard so far, you know, Consider you know bumping this over to the ethics commission. Yeah. Um. So um, and here's here's what I I mean I would like to proceed with public comment first, but I would say um, to Sergeant Winter, if the police department is able to comply between now and the September meeting, I think Mr. Cicero would be happy, and I think we can um, uh, dispense with this matter rather quickly. So I wouldn't. Uh, I, I think there are stu still two pathways available, but we are going to proceed with our um, uh, with moving things along under the sunshine ordinance uh, and encourage compliance um, uh, if that is possible before our next hearing. I'm sorry, did you want to speak to me? Uh, so my intention is for the department to, to comply with this order. Um, as quickly and efficiently as possible. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I know there are some questions about the, the location of the evidence. Um, and I'm certainly working to try and determine through our property control division if they are in possession of it. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I know there were some, some insinuations that it may have been stored at the, the new traffic company building and may have been stored within traffic company. Um, and the one thing I would like, if Mr. Cicero has any way of getting me more specifics in terms of how that information may be stored, I don't need to know who his source is, but if there's any additional information that his source could possibly convey that would help me in my search would be greatly, greatly appreciated and would hopefully help either confirm or uh, dispel the possibility of the evidence being held somewhere other than property control division. Okay, I'm going to encourage the two of you to have that conversation um, separately. The reason we need to proceed with this now is because of our schedule, our schedule of meetings. If we don't proceed with this now, it will be months and months before we can tackle this again. So, as I said, and, my and I understand is, and, yeah. and the fact that the next meeting you will be recommending to move to the ethics commission is probably going to give me a little bit extra to help me push people around the department mm -hmm. to comply with this quicker. So yep. while I would rather it not go to the ethics commission, hopefully before you have your meeting, we will have some movement, but I will certainly convey to, to those who I'm communicating with to try and locate this evidence that 
uh, if we don't comply, that it that it will be going to that ethics commission. Uh, I appreciate you uh, stating that for the record. That is very helpful. Um, and I think what we should do now, since we have a motion on the floor, and I think our questions are answered here, we need to open this up for public comment. Um, Mr. Young, is there anyone on uh, the line who would like to make public comment on this motion? And is there anyone in the room who'd like to make public comment on this motion? We have no one in the room uh, who wants to make public comment on this motion, so it'll just be people um, online if anyone wishes to do so. Yes, if you'd like to make public comment at this time, you can raise your hand by pressing star three on the telephone or otherwise using the application to raise your hand. I see no indications of uh, additional public comment. Okay. Uh, and uh, actually, I want to make sure, uh, Member Wolf, we heard you speaking before, but I want to make sure that you uh, are still able to communicate with us. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Did you have any anything else to add? No, I'll I'll hold it for the task force. Okay. Thank you. And I I do th I encourage you to uh, I I think we can discuss that uh, addition at the task force. Um, Ms. Leger, please call the vote. Chair LaHood. Aye. Chair LaHood, aye. Member Yankee. Aye. Member Yankee, aye. Member Wolf. Aye. Member Wolf, aye. Member Wong, absent. So we have uh, three in favor. Okay. Uh, thank you, uh, um, Mr. Sistro and Sergeant Winter. Um, and I hope you can uh, um, uh, discuss this matter between now and then, and we'll see where we are uh, at the September meeting. Ms. Leger, please call the next item. Item number five, file number 22080, complaint filed by Muthkund Rothy and the Electronic Frontier Foundation against Lieutenant Lynn Riley and the police department for allegedly violating administrative code section 6721B as in boy and E as in Edward. 6725A, B, and D is in dog. 6734, by failing to respond to an immediate disclosure request in a timely or complete manner. On July 25, 2023, the Sunshine Task Force moved to find that the police department violated administrative code section 6725A by failing to respond to an immediate disclosure request by the end of the next business day and failing to state that the annual report does not exist. The task force ordered the police department to provide the requested data sets not yet provided within five business days or provide a statement that the requested records do not exist. The task force referred the matter to the compliance and amendments committee for monitoring. Okay, thank you. Who do we have here representing uh, EFF? Uh, Dave Moss here from EFF. Okay, thank you for being here. And who do we have uh, for the police department? A moment, he was just here. I, was it uh, it was yes. to me? He was just here, but I think he may have hung up accidentally. Okay, uh, Mr. Young, I think we might need you to check. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> check the line. Okay, uh, Lieutenant Toomey, do we have you on the line? I am here, I did not go anywhere. <laughs> okay, 
Mr. Moss, what I'd like to do is the same. I don't know if you were both listening for the last item. What I'd like to do is to have the petitioner uh, give a, an update of what has happened since our last meeting, any additional communications you've had with the police department, um, any, uh, 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 letters or documents or files that you have received um, that would uh, show compliance with our order of determination. Um, and depending on what you say, we'd like to hear from the police department uh, about their efforts to comply with our order. Um, so, um, uh, Mr. Moss, please begin. Um, I'm going to be real short here. So, we received a some correspondence on July 31st in which. Uh, Lieutenant Toomey says that uh, they went and asked the special investigations division again, and they said they had the same responses as previously that no further records exist. And that is the extent of it. Okay. Uh, and Lieutenant Toomey, can you expound on this a bit? Yes, the order by the committee was to um, attempt to locate the documents and provide them. And if they did not exist, to make correspondence with the complainant, letting them know of that. And we did that within the five business days that the uh, committee had given us. So it's our, our inclination that the police department has complied with the order of July 25th. Uh, Mr. Moss, do you feel as though uh, you, have you received what you, what we ordered, what we ordered to be delivered through our order of determination? I'm going to be really careful with what I say here. Um, if the, I believe the order was for them to look again and uh, to get back to us to say whether they found records, they did get back to us and say they did not find further records. Um, I can't say any more about uh, this at the moment, but uh, okay. just to confirm the facts. Okay, I'd like to, um, uh, uh, fellow committee members, do you have questions for the petitioner or the respondent? I have no questions. Okay, please go ahead. Oh, you have no questions. No, no. Uh, Member Wolf, do you have questions? Uh, yeah, I have one question for Lieutenant Toomey. Um, are, is it the position of the uh, police department that uh, no annual report exists? It's the position of the police department that the, uh, the annual report that uh, with those records does not exist. I. Uh, the, does the wait a minute? That's an interesting response. The annual report with the documents. Does the annual report exist without the documents? I it, I don't believe that the annual report as requested exists. I believe the annual report at okay again. That's a very interesting response. Uh, it doesn't, it sounds like that at the annual report does exist. I, I, my concern or kind of why I'm not being as forthright as yes and no is that because we've produced a surveillance technology policy and it's been placed up, but I do not know of, or have any awareness of like an actual annual report regarding the usage of the policy. Does that, does that help further? I, I mean, maybe I muddled it more. I don't have an annual report to provide. I don't know of one that exists. Does anyone know that it exists? 
I've made inquiries to all of the individuals who I believe would be responsible for generating such a report and have not received any uh, inclination from them that they have an annual report. Okay. Okay, um, Madam Chair. Yes, please. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned about the responses uh, that we're getting. Um, and and I'm, I'm concerned because I know an organization like EFF and especially uh, Mr. Moss here, you know, would not present something that is um, based on conjecture that something would be, they're looking for something that actually exists. So, uh, and it would would have done a, a significant amount of background uh, 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 study uh, and research. I, I'm, I'm just wondering if this should not remain open, uh, pending, only pending if uh, either of the parties do in fact find that there is a, um, uh, 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 this document, uh, the annual report does exist because who knows, it may show up in 2024 for 2023 yeah. sometime in the future. If, because if, if, oh, was. I apologize, sir. Go ahead. If I may. So in looking at the policy for the ALPRs, which is the question and that the PRA that was mentioned, that the PRA in question here, uh, per the SF Administrative Code Section 96A.3, there are annual reports regarding stop searches and arrests and uses of force. That annual report is uh, available. What it states is also in the appendix regarding the annual report, it says the SFPD shall create administrative mechanisms and reporting structure if the technological capabilities allow to track ALPR alerts and subsequent law enforcement action. And then it lists the that the annual report may include the following data sets with regards to ALPR activity. And it's specifically all of the data sets that the PRA in question requested. So we do create per the administrative code an annual report regarding stop searches and arrests and uses of force. It does not at this time provide the ALPR data that was requested in this uh, PRA. So the specific annual report for ALPR activity does not exist. But so I, I, I'm just trying to clear up that we do an annual reporting. It just does not provide the ALPR data yet. So. Okay. Okay. That's where Sorry. there's some confusion, maybe. Okay, Madam Chair, if, if you yes, don't mind, please proceed. Yeah. could you, I, I'd like to extend uh, uh, Mr. Moss uh, an opportunity mm -hmm. to respond to that. Sure. Sure. So, um, so we didn't just request the report, we actually requested the individual pieces of data, regardless of whether they were in the report or not within the report. And so the response as we're interpreting it from the SFPD is that these, uh, I believe nine categories of data of those, only one of them do they actually have uh, some sort of documentation from. Um, I believe that this documentation should exist. I believe that in many cases the law does require it to exist. Um, but if they're saying that they are not collecting that data, um, 
you know, I don't have any further knowledge, you know, why they're not collecting that data. Um, but that is not, you know, as I understand the mandate of the task force, the task force's uh, role is to make sure public records are provided, not that records that are required to be maintained by law are actually created in the first place. That may be the jurisdiction of a different agency uh, or a different uh, board within the city and county of San Francisco. Thank you, Mr. Moss. I think you've actually uh, summed it up quite succinctly. At this point, I think we've had compliance under the Sunshine Ordinance, but through this inquiry, you may have information that you can use elsewhere if the police department is supposed to be, by law, gathering data that they are not. Um, I think you need to take that to um, take that uh, uh, search for answers to questions about that um, to a, another venue. Uh, but um, members, uh, committee members. All right, could, could I just say one more thing about that? Just, yes. just to clarify. So I, 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 the only thing I would add is you know, regarding representative, I sorry, a member Wolf's uh, remark in mm -hmm. terms of asking to keep this case open is that if a different venue uh, does look at this overall matter and during that process it does come up that this data did exist it was not provided um, that may still be of relevance to the sunshine task force um, so there is the possibility if this progresses elsewhere that a further violation may um, be um, upturned uh, members, how would we handle something like that? Because I know we don't want we don't want to leave open cases indiscriminately. Uh, yeah, I, I you know absolutely agree that if something develops that, that we can look at this again. I also agree that I do not want to leave this as a pending, floating, open case with no final date of resolution. I don't think that that that's what gets to us having a cluttered administrator's report, a bunch of you know. Um, open cases, then, and, and you know, it doesn't really help give guidance for for do we hear this again in a year? Mm -hmm. It's going to be a question of why is this case open, right? So, um, my my recommendation is that we go ahead, we we close this file, find that you know, as our order was written, there's there's compliance, like you mm -hmm. mentioned, Chair LaHood. You know, obviously that doesn't necessarily mean that all the laws were followed; it just means the Sunshine Ordinance was right. And if there's a violation discovered at some other point, that's you know, then then the uh, the complainant can certainly open up a new file, right? It would be a different violation, you know, somewhat different violation at that point. Um, and we can look at this again. And could you point to the resolution, sorry, and I will follow up in one second, member uh, Wolf, and could point to the resolution of this case as evidence if something should right. later that contradicts right. what has been decided. Right. I, I think it's important to give some type of finality and, and recognize that this, that the, the police department is saying this doesn't exist because that might be the evidence that's necessary to show that some other law isn't being followed, but right. kind of keeping this in this pending stage. I'm not sure that that gives any resolution anywhere. Right? Yeah. I mean, so I would be in, more in favor of closing this, moving on, um, and then certainly, you know, letting the, the petitioner know that that you know, if if circumstances you know change, if there's something new that pops up, certainly you know, bring it back to our attention, and we can you know take another look at it. Yeah. But I, member I, Wolf, I heard you saying something. Please go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I, I, my concern about that. Um, uh, Chair Yankee is we do have issues around double jeopardy and once we make a final decision on something then to bring it back again unless we, the file is left open or there's some sort of condition that uh, the uh, petitioner may reopen it 
uh, and we do that by action. Uh, once we close it, it's closed. And we have a policy uh, for not uh, bringing back duplicate um, uh, cases. So either we leave this matter op only open for the purpose of monitoring. We're not at, that's all this is, is that all that I'm asking is just that it be left open for monitoring by CAC does not have to be agendized again unless Mr. Moss comes back with uh, or something changes in that case. That's all. Member Wolf, uh, do you have a period of time in mind that you're recommending? Well, like I said, if these are annual reports mm -hmm. and something changes, then I would say um, I would say uh, uh, through uh, 2020, the end of 2024. Because the annual report for 2023 probably has not been made yet. Right, because the year is not out. It's not leaving the case open. The right. Case is, the case has been decided by right. the task force. I, I, I think we need to give Cheryl some direction. Mm -hmm. The administrator. I just, I, I, I just gave the direction. Okay, let's be more specific about this. Could we say the direction that we're giving to Ms. Auger is that we're keeping this file open for monitoring through December 2024. If we have no further communication from the Electronic Frontier Foundation about uh, having additional information regarding this case that might require, require further compliance, we will close the case in December 2024. Now, yeah, that's fine. If, if we if we give instructions to Cheryl, yeah. she can just administratively at that point yes. close the file as a certain date. Yes, it, I'm that. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. So that's if we a, do not hear from EFF, right, about this specific matter, requesting a, a hearing, requesting an uh, another compliance hearing by December the end of, by December 31st, 2024. We will administratively close this file. I move that. Okay, you can have the motion and then I'll second it, even <laughs> though I said it. <laughs> so it sounds members like we we uh, have consensus on on that. Ms. Leger, I know you're taking notes there. I don't want to uh, disrupt you, but I want to, do you have everything you need? Uh, moved by member will seconded by chair La hood to keep this file open for monitoring through December 31, 2024. And if we have no communications from the electronic frontier, electronic frontier foundation for further compliance, we will close the case. If we do not hear from EFF requesting another hearing date by December 31, 2024. Correct. Did I get that right? Yep. Um, so let's open this up for public comment. Uh, Mr. Young, is there anyone on the line who's not a party to the case who'd like to make public comment? Um, and is there anyone in the room or is there anyone in the room who'd like to make public comment on this matter? Okay, we do have someone in the, oh, uh, Mr. Young, we have someone in the room. So we'll take, uh, please, if you could uh, step up to the microphone and Ms. Leger will let you know when she's ready with the timer and, uh, and um, uh, we'll have uh, three minutes, is that correct? So you have three minutes and there will be a tone that goes off at two minutes, 30 seconds. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for posting a notice about the Sunshine Ordinance Act. As always, uh, we can appreciate the transparency of this uh, body. Uh, uh, I have three questions. 
One, what does ALPR stand for? Two, uh, who are the vendors who provide ALPR to the city? And three, uh, I believe it was a Mr. Moss who asked previously, uh, or said, uh, stated previously that he had uh, reached out to people. And I want to know if it is possible, if it is not possible, if there's a reason why we shouldn't know. What are their names and their occupations? Thank you. Uh, this is Victor Young. I just like to note that public comment is meant, uh, it's not a question and answer period. Uh, if anyone would like to provide a response at your discretion, but public comment is not meant to be a question and answer period. If there's anybody else on the line who would like to make public comment, you can press star three to raise your hand and I will recognize you for public comment. I see no hands raised for public comment, additional public comment. Okay, thank you. I will answer that question. ALPR is automated license plate reader. Yep. Okay, uh, members, are we ready for our vote? Okay, Ms. Leger, uh, when you're ready, please uh, call for the vote. Member Wolf? Aye. Member Wolf, aye. Chair LaHood? Aye. Chair LaHood, aye. Member Yankee? Aye. Member Yankee, aye. Three in favor. Thank you, everyone, uh, uh, for being here today. Uh, Mr. Moss, uh, Lieutenant Toomey, we appreciate your participation. Thank you. Uh, Ms. Jay, when you're ready, please call the next item. Item number six, file number 22052, complaint filed by Lee Heide Hughes against Megan Bourne and the Fine Arts Museum for allegedly violating administrative code section 6725 by failing to respond to an immediate disclosure request in a timely and or complete manner. On July 25, 2023, the task force moved that the Fine Arts Museum violate administrative code section 6721B as in boy by failing to disclose public records in a timely and complete manner. The task force further issues an order that the Fine Arts Museum must request that representatives of COFAM review the document request in light of the obligations of the Epstein versus Hollywood Entertainment District 2 and Community Youth Athletic Center versus City of, versus City of National City cases to determine whether it possesses any documents that need to be produced as the law requires. Okay, uh, Mr. Hydehus, we see you here in person. Thank you for joining us. Yes, hello. Um, I, I have... Hold on, before you speak, we need to make sure that we have a respondent. Uh, Mr. Young, do we have uh, a respondent for this case on the line? I believe we do. Let me try to unmute them and they can confirm. Caller just unmuted you. Are you a party to this matter? I might have listed the wrong one. Give me a second. Hello, caller. Uh, yes. Muted you. Yes, this is Paria D from the Fine Arts Museum. I'm sorry. Could you repeat your name again slowly? Of, of course, it's Paria D from the Fine Arts Museum. Okay. Uh, Great, thank you. What we're going to do here, if um, uh, participants have been listening to the past two items since this is about compliance, 
We're going to have the petitioner give us an update about any information or communications you've received since we made our order of determination. Uh, any, if you've had, if there's been compliance or just any back and forth, we want an update about that. And then we'll have the respondent um, offer their comments as well. We're not going to set a timer, but we ask you to be concise with your remarks. All right. Please go ahead. Thank you. Um, I will be concise. Um, I, I did send you a copy of this transcript, the script this afternoon. So um, I, I will read it. It's only two pages. Please go ahead. Um, the Fine Arts Committee of San Francisco, Fine Arts Museums of San, Fine Arts Museums of San Francisco continues to believe it is beyond the scope of the law and rules of engagement when dealing with the public. Last week, the deadline on August 16 for the FAMSF, they submitted a brief to the task force for inclusion in the file for today's meeting. It is common practice in both administrative and court proceedings that each side provides the other with its moving papers. The FAMSF failed to provide me with a copy of its brief. Were this a courtroom, the judge would be unhappy. Miss D, who has a JD, Juris Doctor by her name, presumably went to law school. Providing copies is something taught in Civil Procedure 101. I have provided all my submissions to FAMSF. I only saw the FAMSF brief on August 17th. My wife and I were viewing the Tudor exhibit with the Legion of Honor on our 46th wedding anniversary and my birthday. Coincidentally, the Legion of Honor is Dee Dee Wilsey's favorite museum. In fact, there's a book about the Legion of Honor, which we bought last year on November 5th, three days before the election. And the first sentence in the book says, the Legion of Honor is my favorite museum in San Francisco. I only saw the FAMSF brief, as I said, when Cheryl sent us a copy of the agenda. In reading the FAMS brief, I was struck by several statements. The director's salary is supplemented by COFAM on page 372. The director's emails are maintained on a server that is owned and operated by COFAM, page 372. It is implausible to claim that COFAM is exempt from public disclosure requirements while admitting the director's salary is paid for by COFAM and his emails are maintained on a COFAM server. Director Campbell did not have emails with Supervisor Chan's legislative staff, page 374. Communications between Platinum Advisors and COFAM are private and not subject to the Sunshine Law, page 374. Attached, you will find two PDF files, 1 through 20 and 21 through 40. These are documents I received from Supervisor Chan in response to my records requests. A review of these documents will indicate that the assertion by FAMSF that, quote, Director Campbell did not have emails with supervisor, the supervisor's legislative staff, quote, is a misstatement. The Chan documents also clearly show that Supervisor Chan, FAMSF, and Platinum Advisors had an ongoing relationship which began shortly after the supervisor took office. The first communication in the file is March 4th, 2021, and continued through at least the summer of 2022. Mr. Hyde Hughes and other members of the public could also obtain email correspondence between COFAM and city officials about COFAM's efforts to reopen JFK Drive by submitting a sunshine request to members of the Board of Supervisors 
and or other city officials and departments, page 375. Such a statement by FAMSF is absurd on its face. I should not have to, as someone who read the FAMSF brief told me during prom on the promenade last Saturday, to have to go on a wild goose chase to obtain documents in possession of FAMSF. On July 27, 2022, I received an email from FAMSF in response to my July, June 26, 2022 records request. It stated, your current request requires the review of thousands of documents. As I told the committee on July 25th, 2023, I asked for everything and received nothing. That is still the situation today on August 22nd, 2023. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, Ms. Deeds, do you, uh, I'd like to give you a few minutes to respond. Sure, yes, thank you. Um, hello, Chair LaHood, members Wolf and Yankee. At the July 25th Sunshine Task Force meeting, the task force issued an order that FAMSF request representatives of COFAM review the petitioner's records request in light of the cases referenced in the order. FAMSF has done so. COFAM has determined these cases are not relevant in the situation. FAMSF has provided all its responsive records to the petitioner on April 18th of 2022 and has no additional records that were not already provided um, to the petitioner. Thank you. I'd like to, could you restate uh, the, the delivery? Uh, could you restate, restate the last couple of sentences again, please? Sure, I'm sorry. Is the is my am I not coming through clearly? No, you are coming through. It's just the acronyms are sometimes hard to follow, and I want to make sure that I'm writing down the correct ones. Oh, sure, of course. Um, I can just go ahead and repeat the statement. Um, so, Thank at you. the July 25th Sunshine Task Force meeting, the task force issued an order that FAMSF request representatives of COFAM review the petitioner's records request in light of the cases referenced in the order. FAMSF has done so. FAMSAM so has determined that these cases are not relevant in the situation. FAMSF has provided all its responsive records to the petitioner um, on April 18th of 2020 and has no additional responsive records that were not already provided to the petitioner. Thank you. Right, but you also mentioned COFAM and you said, COF, this is not, can you explain what you said about COFAM? Oh, sure. So. Uh, the task force, uh, the order that was issued in July of 20, uh, July 25th um, last month, uh, FAMSF was requested to ask COFAM to review the records request in light of the cases that were referenced, Epstein versus Hollywood Entertainment and uh, the Community Youth Center versus the City of National City and COFAM, after re-reviewing those cases, determined that it does not find that either are relevant in the situation. So you determined, COFAM decided that the cases that we cited were not relevant, even though we referenced them in our request to yeah. you to search for and produce documents. So that was okay. an independent decision not made by the task force, but made by COFAM. Well, the order was to ask that the, that COFAM review the document request in light of those cases and COFAM okay. didn't find that those cases compelled it to produce records. Okay, that's what I, so COFAM found 
that those cases did not, COFAM's interpretation of those cases was that those cases don't compel it to produce records. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. Okay, thank you. Members, do we have questions? Uh, no questions for me. Member Wolf, do you have any questions? No, I do not. Okay. Members, how shall we proceed? I have ideas, <laughs> but not questions. Chair um, please. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's useful that they provided what they believe is their legal justification under those two court cases. Um, I'm not a lawyer. Um, I don't think any of us in, in this are, and we don't have legal counsel here to, to kind of look that over and provide us, um, you know, feedback on that. Um, so I, I think I would feel more comfortable if we had some type of memo or at least some verbal um, guidance on whether or not, hey, maybe they have a point or, or, or maybe they don't. Right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that regardless of, of, of even if, if, if we have advice that says, no, those are not valid um, arguments that, that, um, that COFAM still may have an obligation or does have an obligation to turn the records over. I think it's pretty clear that that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, that this is probably something that's going to have to in some way or another be be litigated, right? Um, and so we, I don't know the best way to do that. I'm not even sure if this is, we, we could, you know, we could, you know, I don't know if we want to put it at a future, refer it back to the full task force, ask for a legal memo. It might be a bit much to do it by September. Yeah. Um, if, if there needs to be research on it, maybe we, we look at, you know, October, um, ask our legal counsel to supply advice based on their analysis. Of those cases. Of those cases, mm -hmm. right? Of An analysis of their analysis, right? You know, um, to, to inform our position and then we'll have to decide what to do at that point. Do we accept it and say, you know, that's, that is what it is, or do we, you know, hold firm with our position that no, these records are disclosable. And if they, if we do hold firm with that, we'll have to make decision on what venue or what options we want to explore. Um, obviously, this is this is a little bit trickier, I think, because COFAM, we all agree, is not directly a city department, mm -hmm. right? And so I'm not even sure to what extent the ethics commission would be able to compel COFAM to do anything since obviously we're not ha having any ability to do it. Yeah. I suspect the ethics commission where let's even say they were to back us up and say, no, no, you need to follow that order. Okay. COFAM might come over and say, Hey, you're, we're not a city department. Just like we told, um, the, the sunshine earners task force and, and we're not going to give them to you either. Right. Um, so I don't know if that's. I may be beginning ahead of myself, but anyway, those are some thoughts. So it sounds like you're proposing that, um. We continue this matter, or or should we refer it back to the full task force with a request to our legal counsel that we need a memo in in advance of this appearing yes, at a full task force hearing? In the meantime, there's not much that we can ask the museums to do, but we will invite Mr. Hydehouse and uh, Ms. Deeds or a another representative, if it's going to be someone else, to attend our next he the hearing at which we discuss that memo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. I think that's that's a good summary. Basically, let's let's put this in, in October. Ask our DC to give us a written, you know, uh, uh, 
legal opinion on that, and then every party can come and we can hash out our our, our final resolution if there is one. Um, based on that, that additional legal. Advice. I think that would be be valuable because um, Mr. Hydehouse is not the 1st person to come no. with questions where we've run into this same um, dead end. Yeah, we, I think we need to have this question resolved once and for all, because you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're not the 1st person and I suspect you're not going to be the last. Um, and we seems like we just kind of keep going through this over and over thing and we don't actually make any progress. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. Please speak into the microphone. Administratively, yes. Liz Hyde Hughes and I, we will be in Berlin um, from November 8th through December 3rd. So we're looking at October would be like the first Wednesday in October. Okay. Would that be okay, okay with you? Yeah. Okay. I just, you know, I just, we didn't. And that sounds like a fun trip. I'm sure all to send me an agenda and go, hi, I'm here at the Tiergarten Hotel. But yeah. So. No, I prefer to show up in person. So, yeah, I think, um, yeah, so Ms. Dietz, uh, there, I, I do not believe, well, we, do we need to make a motion on this? Yes, we need to make. Yeah, a I would say, unless uh, member Wolf has additional thoughts on this. I don't want member to Wolf? come out. Nope. I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, make motion you, please make a motion. Sure. I will move to refer this item. Back to the full task force for inclusion on the October. Date, October 4th, 2023 agenda and request our legal counsel to provide written advice analyzing COFAM's analysis of it? You need those two Epstein v. Hollywood Entertainment District 2 and Community Youth Athletic Center the city of national city. <clears throat> I want to go over this with you yep. uh, to refer this item back to the task force for inclusion in the October 4, 2023 agenda and request the DCAs to provide advice of COFAM written, written advice, written advice. All right. Regarding COFAM's analysis. Of the, the. Epstein v. Hollywood Entertainment District 2 and Community Youth Athletic Center v. National City Cases. City there, of National City Cases. National city. Just to make it city a of National City, yes. yes. City of National City, yes, you're right. Just COFAM's advice. Epstein v. I'm sorry, I think I missed the Epstein part. Epstein v. Hollywood Entertainment District 2. They're, they're the cases that's in the agenda, so you yeah, can just copy and paste that into it. And then just administratively, um, if this passes, member Lahood, would you or Chair Lahood, would you? I will second, to, yes. You'll, okay, yes. Make um, so I will second that motion. Um, member Wolf, uh, any other thoughts before we open this up for public comment? Nope. Okay. Proceed. Ms. Leger, when you're ready, we can open this up for public comment. Um, so, Mr. Hydehouse, you are not allowed to make public comment because you're party to this case, but is there anyone else in the room who would like to make public comment? You're welcome to. Uh, we have a member of the public in the room, and uh, while he is approaching the microphone, uh, Mr. Young, if you could see if there's anyone on the line who'd like to make public comment. Yes. If you are on the telephone and like to make public comment in this matter, you can press star three at this time to indicate you'd like to make public comment. Okay, we're going to start with our speaker in the room. Uh, Ms. Leger will let you know when she's ready with the timer, and then she'll uh, let you know that you can speak. 
Okay, I understand that. Oh, wait, not... wait, wait, wait till she tells you she's ready. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Okay, are you ready to begin speaking? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. Go ahead, sir. Okay, I understand that this is not an ask and answer thing. I'm just curious, I guess, and anyone in the room can tell me uh, what are the the case numbers and the venues for the uh, two cases which were cited: Epstein versus uh what and is that the big epstein <laughs> i'm not i'm not sure like this is the first time i'm hearing about these uh rest in hell uh i guess that's the end of my comment <laughs> thank you okay thank you uh mr young do we have anyone on the line wishing to make public comment there's no uh nobody else for public comment okay um i think we're uh, uh um we don't have the case. We have uh, uh, just to answer that question because we have an interested uh, uh, community member here. Um, I don't have the specific uh, case numbers for those, but if you Google those case files, I think they should come up. Um, so, uh, Ms. Leger, let's call the vote. Member Yankee. Aye. Member Yankee, aye. Chair LaHood. Aye. Chair LaHood, aye. Member Wolf. Aye. Member Wolf, aye. Member Wong, absent. Uh, three in favor. Okay, thank you. Uh, Mr. Hidehouse, thank you. We will follow up with um, a memo from our deputy city attorney. Yep, so expect this to be on the agenda for the October 4th, 2023 meeting, the full task force meeting on that day. Will, will the city attorney memo be in the agenda? Yes, it will. Okay. So I'll be able to see it ahead of time. Yes. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Um, thank you. Uh, thank you participants. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, Ms. Leger, uh, I think we're ready for the next item. Item number 7 announcements, comments, questions, and future agenda items and members of the compliance and amendments committee. Um, so I will say, um, as is noted in the agenda for our full task force. Um, meeting, which will be starting in about 35 minutes, uh, compliance and amendments has been reviewing. The text of the sunshine ordinance um, methodically and uh, accepting input from members of the public. We did not have that on today's agenda because this needed to be a short meeting in order to share time with the full task force. We will um, add, we will continue that process again at our next meeting in October. So for anyone who's listening, who has either previously participated in that process or who's interested in getting involved. Um, we will uh, continue then, and I will make sure that we have listed on the agenda which sections of the ordinance we will attempt to get through at that next meeting um, as those who have participated before. And maybe that's I'll leave it at that because I think that's enough. So we will discuss that on our future agenda in October. Um, members, do we have any other items to add or things that you'd like to bring up? I am all set. Okay, Member Wolf. Nothing. Okay. Uh, Ms. Leger, please call, or actually, I do need to take public comment because I said something at that item. Do we have any public comment on what I just said for item number seven? If there's anybody who would like to make public comment on this matter, you can raise your hand if you are on the telephone by pressing star three, or and if there's anybody in the room who would like to make public comment, you can approach the podium. Uh, does anyone in the room want to make public comment on what I just mentioned for item number seven? 
I don't think we see anyone in the room. Uh, Mr. Young, uh, anyone on the phone wanting to make public comment on what I mentioned for item number seven? I don't see anybody on the telephone for public comment. Okay, Ms. Leger, please call the next item. Item number eight, adjournment. I have 526. All in favor? Aye. 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 Okay, thanks everyone. Uh, for those who are coming back, we'll see you at six o'clock. <laughs> thanks. Uh, Ms. Leger, if you could turn off the microphone.